let a few of y'all get on here. Thank y'all for um, tuning in. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. This is episode 75. Um, oops, my, my own volume on my phone, my bad. Uh, episode 75, um, we got a special guest tonight. Some of y'all seen him last week, but let's take care of business first. Let's get to the sponsors. Shout out to Hourglass Cleaners, Wingnut Tattoo, the E-Sig Lounge, RNL Repair, Dirk's Heating and Air Conditioning, K's Midtown Cafe, and Collins Brothers Tour in the St. Cloud. Thank you very much. I appreciate y'all for supporting your boy. Um, let's get to it, man. This has been a longtime friend of mine, man. He's a brother. He's a comedy brother, like entrepreneur brother. You know what I'm saying? Like me and E been rocking for a minute. He got to come out to St. Cloud. He held it down for me last week when I was in Philly. Um, he rocked the stage, I heard, man. So y'all give it up for my brother, Elliot Vreeland. What's up, E? What's going on, Adrian? How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for uh, making a drive, man. We've been talking about this for a minute, and just scheduling-wise, it didn't always work out for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, with the gas prices so high, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, man, we can't even do this by Zoom. Like, I, gotta, I, gotta I tried to get, I tried to get you when it was cheaper. <laughs> I know. I, I I rode half the way here on neutral. I just, I just kept putting it on neutral. <laughs> Trying to hit as many heels yeah, as you could. Yeah, huh? and that transmission ain't sounding too good, huh? <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I had a great time uh, last week. Yeah, in St. Cloud, man, it was a good, good turnout. Good, a lot of man. people came out. It was just a real, real fun energy in the room. You know, was, that's uh, what's up, man. You always, it's always fun when you're out here, and it's the first time I had to miss it. You know what I mean? Because I know usually, you know, you used to get rooms and yeah, bring gang, and that know. was that was my first comedy tour of St. Cloud. It was, <laughs> it was my first out of town show right? in, in the beginning. <laughs> you know, I'm like, man, I'm going to St. Cloud. I used to. <laughs> You know, man, you used to bring a you used to bring a team, bro. Yeah, everybody. I said, hey, I'm on tour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's only an hour away. Hey, you got to like say when you first out of town, you got to take it, man. All that's all that's part of the experience, especially when you got guys that's willing to come with you, and you know what I mean. Like I, that's one of my uh, lucky things. I always got somebody willing to to hit the road with me, and that's dope because people, you know, take time out of their life to kind of. Come rock with you for what you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, besides them loving you, ain't too much else they get out of it. No, no. You know, you know, some people take a little time out of their life. Some of your friends, they try to get away from their wife. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a lot of those. Hey, I'm right? like, everybody I know who's in an argument with their significant <laughs> other, I'm like, hey, I got a little show coming up in Missouri this week. they like, we are there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So, you, you dabble into a few, man. You got... Like your productions, man. You you know you put on shows and you put on different shows. Like you do the elegant shows. You do some of the hood shows. Um, you real estate. Uh, you know the dad life. Yeah, you, yeah. You know? I wear a lot of hats. Yeah, you bro. Know? You you, you know, wear them well though. E. Wear a lot of hats. Got a lot of kids. You know. I mean, I uh, you know, I learned uh that you know. I mean, you know this that a lot of times you put together your own shows. You know, you end up paying yourself. <laughs> more than other people would normally pay you, you know. One hundred, and then you still have funds to pay other people, you know. And what I take pride in right. is paying people more than they're used to getting paid. 
I always have, bro. You know, yep. and uh, you know, one thing I learned from you is that that getting paid before they perform. <laughs> you know, I remember long as yeah. said, I perform better when I get paid. Before there you the show. go. <laughs> and I've been I've been standing by that ever since uh, ever since you did that to me and my you know I, it was my first year of comedy. Yeah, I love that ago. man, and and and, but that's you always. That's one of the reasons we always got along because even at shows like where we just there hanging out, whenever I'm talking. You are one of the. I ain't got to be like where Eric, where, where he at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like whenever I'm talking about, because you know, usually at comedy shows, I'm talking about comedy, yeah. and you you stand right there, and then you be like, man, you know, we done bounced ideas off each other, man. So yeah. I'm proud of you. On top of that, having you know five kids that you taking care of, bro, and just yeah. knowing like what it is for you to do stuff like come out here or come do the show, like yeah. you're a busy man. Yeah, like, even bro, today, like, I was like, you don't mind if I bring a kid? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> nah, that's that's good. And he got his first comedy show, so he need to hear some of this. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Now you know, uh, you know, and then so so last year I started uh, the first comedy camp okay. for uh, for the youth in Minnesota. You know, it was designed for high school students. Uh, my son, he's not in high school yet, but uh, mm -hmm. I'm like, it's you know, I help start the camp. You know, there you go. Gonna, you know, he's gonna get in there, and it's uh, it, it's really fun to see see these uh. These, see these young people who who have a um, a goal to become a comedian to be funny and you know and and it it was interesting to just to uh, to meet with them and try to figure out what their goals are and help them start their own brand and realize that them themselves Man. are a, can become a business just you can be a business you can create your own brand and you can sell that and people are gonna support you it, bro. you know and you can make a lot more money. Being your own boss, even as uh, you know, mm -hmm. even at age eleven, yeah, then going to work like more nobody even hire you at eleven, right? But you can make money. You can at make 11. money at eleven. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just uh, just empowering the youth, and then and then to see them grow and to see them uh, develop routines and and mold these routines into something that they can actually perform, you know. And, right. Uh, with with my son, you know, he used to, uh, you know, he it just. And then it's it's I I, I feel for the parents too because I'm a parent and a coach you know right and just right. like trying to trying to teach somebody how to do comedy it's not really it's a strange thing it's very strange because thing. you gotta have you gotta have something there's in you something that, you got to have you know you gotta have you gotta want you know you gotta want you gotta it's gotta be a part of your life you have to like literally try to make people laugh every day and be able to capture the moments and turn it into something and then when you talk about performing it you right. Know, it's got to have, you know, uh, a beginning, middle, and end, or a, uh, something that leads up to a punchline, and right. it's, it's it's a tricky thing to teach. So you know, I literally was six months in with the students, <laughs> and ain't nobody got really no material, <laughs> you know. Because you know what, a lot of it is our experiences, man. Mm -hmm. And when you that young, what have you experienced? Yeah. Your hardest thing is like, damn, I got to get dressed for school today. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe you didn't get the food you wanted to get for dinner. Like, you would have chose something else. But it's like, they ain't got no tragedies. No. Most comedy is tragic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You just you just laughing like Kevin Hart's special. Laugh at my pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you've been through something, because, like, I mean, obviously even, like, us, you, you got single material, you got marriage material, you got, yeah. you know, dating material. Yeah. And it's all different. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I see uh, Bianca. Appreciate it. She says she's proud of both of us. 
I don't mean to cut you off, but I've been trying to get to these questions better. So Bianca was uh, asking for advice for starting comedy later in life. It's you. You did the hardest part. You started it. Um, that's all I can say. Like, it's I started later than what I would have wanted to. I guess I started at 27. You know what I mean? There's. I wish I'd have known what I wanted to do at 18, 19. You know what yeah. I mean? But 27 again, you 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 done did a little living. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. had already I'd already been a father for years, yeah. in and out of relationships. So you know all that played a part in the stage. And I just I I honestly believe like, long as you start, you can take it wherever you. And you've been rocking too, B. You know what I mean? Like you got your shit. Like you know your niche. You know your lane. Um, and all that it's gonna do is just keep growing. So like. Just keep doing it. You got to get them hours in. I tell everybody that, like, just get them hours in. Like, they say to, like, know your craft and anything you do, you got to get 10,000 hours in. So a, a lot of people got a lot of work to do. Like, that 10,000 hour shit ain't no joke. Even for me, I still learn stuff 18 years later about myself on stage. And I'm just like, like, I still got a nervous tick on stage. Most people might not notice, but I, I like, I don't even know why I have it. Because I'm not nervous at all, but I know when I watch video, I know what it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, rem- I remember when I, you know, when I first started, I was excited about it, and it went good, and I thought I was good, but, you know, it does take some experience. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, okay. Like, Bianca, for example, she started out like, wow. It right. seemed like you've been doing this a lot longer. Yeah, like, you she know came what I mean? in hot. And that's when you know that it was something that's within what you're supposed to do. Right. Or that's something that you've always had. Yep. And you just took you to a certain age to unleash it. Mm-hmm. But the people who have always had it, it unleashes differently. Right. You know, some of the people Ashley like, one of those people. Yep. Just like Ashley you know, Ashley came out the gates blazing. Yep. You and it's just some people just have it in them. Yeah. And then some people have, you know, been doing it a long time and like, when is this Right, gonna well, start working. Yeah, when when am I gonna get my flame? You know yep. what I mean. Like, yep. and it's just, but that's you gotta just work it, man. Like I'm, and it's not one of those things you can quit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like if you quit, you're gonna lose some kind of. Because I remember even during the pandemic when, and I stayed busy, relatively, and I didn't know. Like I remember, like after the three months when you couldn't do nothing. Yeah. And then like when they said June first, you can do shows. June second, third, and fourth, I was on the patio doing shows. Yeah, and they were fun, and it felt good to do it. And I didn't know I even had rust. And then I did one at the House of Comedy, like three months after that or so. And I yeah. was like, "That's like that's when everything was just pop, 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 pop." I was like, "I got my rhythm back." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. got my rhythm back, and I was like, "Man, I didn't even know I had lost my rhythm." And mm-hmm. that's why it's good to like record a little bit here and there. I know some people record everything. Record a little bit here and there so you can see it. At least uh, audio. So you can kind of play it back and be like, all right, where this didn't have the legs I thought yeah. it had. You know what I'm saying? So just like like I say, you, you did the best thing, man. You started it. Uh, what do you do when you feel like you're losing the flame? It happens. You got you to gotta get to the point where you're confident enough to know it's not even you. You got to get to the point. I tell everybody that, like, to do this, you got to really flirt between the line of confident and cocky. Like, yeah. you got to dance on that line. Like, 
you got to think about it this way. You know how crazy it is to walk into a room full of strangers and be like, I'm going to make most of y'all not only like me, but love me. Yeah. And you have no idea who I am. Yeah. That's some bold shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Absolutely. that if that ain't an ego, I but you got to have that because the crowd feeds off of you. If you walk in there like, I don't really know what I'm doing, that's the energy they're going to give you. And so when you feel like you're losing it, be uh, just remember, sometimes it's the crowd. Some some crowds ain't going to let you kill it, to be honest with you. I've seen crowds, and like I'm, but I'm at the point now, I'm just like, maybe y'all rap too tight to laugh. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just stay true to yourself, because at the end of the day, you got to be able to look yourself in the mirror and respect yourself. Like, don't do no corny shit if that ain't who you is. And then now you got people liking you for being corny, so now you're trying to figure out how you're going to be that person. Cause yeah. I've seen people get caught up in like an act or being somebody like they got a personality on and it's not them. Yeah. And now you got to be that person all the time. Like one thing I've learned about myself is I'm a hundred percent me everywhere I go. That's what I love about you. No matter what I done brought you to some of the whitest shit. Yeah. And <laughs> most of the whitest shows I've been to. <laughs> As a Pierre called me. Pierre said, I'm the king of bringing black people where we don't supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, occasionally a white person where he doesn't belong. Right. I forget you. Shit, I forget you white side. I really do. Yeah, think people you. like, oh, Elliot's going to kill that. No, and I'll be like, man, I'm nervous. It's nervous in the mind. I'm like, hey, I ain't been around this many white people since my house got raided. <laughs> I was just like, it's, it's, it's flashbacks in right. a bad way. And, uh, and, it, and it's interesting, too, to just like, you know, uh, it's like, it's like, uh, like Mobley growing around all the animals. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. you know, I'm a different animal. Yeah. You know, I, and, uh, but, but it, you gotta be you, man. And that's yeah. one thing I learned. Like, not only in comedy, but just in life. Like, just be you. And I and I tell people that when I go to all these small towns, I'm like, man, most of the times I bring black comics with me. But I'm like, the great thing about it is laughter is the most universal thing in the world. Funny is funny. No yeah. matter who says it. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. And so we can relate to that somehow. You know what I mean? And you gonna, I remember I used to, I still, I, no matter what show I do, I can look out in the crowd. Somebody's always sitting like this. Like they don't want to be there. Yeah. You can focus on that person or you can focus on the 200 people that's sitting around them that's having a blast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Don't give them that energy, man. You know what I mean? Like don't let them suck out the life of your show and that's a good thing about it. We get to bring people to our world. That's why you got to tap into your life. That's why it's like, it's dope to have so much shit going on. And like, even all your kids, like I love the joke about your twin girls. Yeah. How you, how you feed one. Like you've been feeding one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't tell them apart. Yeah. So you just keep feeding the one. Now one bigger <laughs> than the other one. So <laughs> now you can tell them apart. <laughs> yeah. It's something, That's man. one of my favorites, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, just, uh, keep, keep cracking at it, man. And then back to back to uh, you, your your. Uh... So yeah, so so I also uh, man, I got a bunch of stuff going on. I'm working on I'm working on writing a a, a book. I started a uh, I started a LLC, the brand called Rawtistic. Yes. So it stands for it hats. stands for I'm good at autism. Gotcha. So it's just created to remove the negative stereotype around autism and highlight what people with autism are good at. And I'm actually just need a couple more volunteers to just, uh, I'm really literally going to interview different people with autism and find out, highlight some of the things that they're good at and just give them the spotlight, you know, and it's going to be, a, uh, it's going to be an interview and then they're all going to have their own chapter in the book 
and a book will be published, you know. Right. And then, you know, it's just bragging rights, you know. They, they're, That's they're so dope, book. man. Yeah. And, you know, I got a son with autism as yeah. well as you. So, yeah. you know, you know, you know, you got to, uh, like I said, just create opportunity. And how old is your son now? He's 16. 16. Okay. Mason's 15. And, yeah. and and that's dope because that's how I came up with uh, Avengers for Autism. Like yeah. the movies was just coming out every year. And I literally was just like, I just want my son to watch the movie with kids that are like him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was, I remember me and my wife, we was at the gym and I was just like, hey, I got this idea. And the first year I did a GoFundMe and thank you to everybody who gave to that a few years ago. I did a GoFundMe and it, and then we had enough room. Uh, we made enough money to rent. I think we did like a sixty-person, sixty-seat theater, and it just went dope. And then the next year, I was like, "We just gonna start money." I was making on merch, so yeah. when I let people know, like a portion of the proceeds go to I, I was doing for Autism Society in Minnesota. But what I would do is I put money aside for that because I knew I wanted to do it, and I knew I had till May, because yeah. um, April was Autism Awareness Month. But they was like, if you wait a few weeks after the movie comes out, you we got a lot more play with what we can do with the theater. Got it. So I was like, all right, dope. So then I just made it for people with special needs. And it was just yeah. dope for people. Like, then we got like 85-person theater, and then we made enough money, you know, for some of the, the, the gardens to come. And you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. we made enough money to get popcorn. And it was just dope to see people just be there and everybody be comfortable. And it wasn't even about like selling it out or nothing because some people had wheelchairs and everything. It was just a safe space for everybody to be in. Right. And that was dope to do it, especially again here at home. And it, it was something that was near and dear to me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. my, my, finding out my son was autistic uh, did a lot of growing to me. It taught me a lot. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and we've always shared that 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 bond too. You know, we've even been on road trips yeah. where that's. We talked about that like damn near the whole trip. Yeah, I was I was actually I was gonna bring my son to the uh, uh to the Avengers for Autism, but then I I remember I brought my son to a uh, an event where it was for autistic kids in the past, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden he he saw somebody that he didn't like. I'm like, dang, I ain't, you got autistic beef right. in the streets? <laughs> like I didn't even know, you know what I mean? I didn't know y'all, you know, you know, you don't really pay attention to people that much, and now so you just can't stand this kid with autism. I'm like, this is a little he like, yeah, he, he got a different twerk. Yeah. <laughs> And I was out there. I'm trying to mingle. I'm like, sure, maybe I'll meet somebody else who got a child with special needs. We just hire each other as each other's PCA worker. You know what I mean? And right. We just, you know, we break some bread together, hang out with our kids, but make it, uh, make it pop, huh? Yeah, but he don't. He was uh, he was tough, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. He don't, he don't like too many people. You know. All right, I hear you, and that's the thing. It's it's, it's the spectrum is wide, man. You know, you got some like my son. Like he, he likes everybody. And I tell them, like, that ain't a good thing either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because that's tough because then people, you know, take your kindness for weakness and this and that. So I tell them, I'm like, from his, from my perspective, I'm like, I need you to know if somebody tell you to come down this alley, mm -hmm. you know that ain't no good idea. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that just the common sense part. Like, he's in his own world a lot of times when he's just walking or whatever yeah. and doing his thing. Like, he don't pay attention to the surroundings. I'm like, you got to put your head on a swivel, you know what I'm yeah. saying, and, and know what's happening. Like, he just, when me and my brother was talking about, man, Sean was talking about, and Sean was just like, nah, he's like, maybe it's the environment you create for him. He know what you, he ain't got nothing to worry about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, that 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 that's probably got some truth to it, too. But, you know, so 
Because one, one, yeah, one thing I heard out there, you know, uh, it kind of stuck with me that like, if you know one person with autism, you know one person with autism. You know what I mean? Yeah. People will relate with you because yeah. they know people with autism, but everybody, everybody's challenges and struggles is different and unique. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like other other disabilities and things right. like that. It's just, it's so, it's just like, and a lot of times, yeah, yeah, the spectrum, like you, a lot of times it's not a physical thing. So you look like, why is he acting like that? Wow. You know, that's one of the hard things is like trying to get people to understand like, nah, he, he thinks different though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they just see, you know, 10 fingers, 10 toes. Like he doing his thing. Like that ain't nothing wrong with him. I'm like, nah, bro, you got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So no, nah, it's, 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 it's definitely a real thing. Um, and I'm glad, uh, you rocking your thing, and I I, I got the raw autistic hat. I actually um, yeah. still got it in my closet, man. Nice, nice. And I remember when I seen that, I was like, because I I always get on him about merch. I'm like, where the merch at, man? Yeah. You know, and then he tell me he's like, hey, if I don't got merch for nobody's shows, I bring it to yours. I know you're gonna be like, man, you ain't you still ain't got yeah. no merch. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So, yeah. So that's that's dope, man. I, I'm I'm proud of you for that, man. And. You've been a realtor for a while now, like how long? Yeah, so I just hit six years. Six years. Has it been six years? Yeah, six years since I was a real estate agent. You know, and uh, it's uh, you know, I got uh, I got my first bus stop on Broadway this I year. I seen that man. Yeah. Right on the screen, if y'all look right now, um, we got his business up there. So y'all make sure y'all check it out, man. You looking for a realtor? So I yeah, I got I got a picture of me with gold teeth. Smiling right on Broadway it says hire me you're good as gold. You know, it says, you know it was a it was a manifestation that right. I created and it made it come true. Right. And business has been good. I just coming off my first six figure year of my life. Wow, congratulations, yeah. man. Yeah, I don't know what happened to all the money. But I but I made it. I gold teeth. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Five kids, gold teeth. I think I'm still below poverty actually. <laughs> That's six figures with as many kids as I got. Right. I got, I got kids. I got nieces living with me. I got, you know what I mean. But I, uh, you know, I, I, I love, I love the kids. You know what I mean. Yeah, man. And the thing is, six years, I still only got my own house yet. Wow. You know what I mean. Right. Like I'm still working on my credit. You know. Right. Uh, I'm just. But you uh, changing people's lives, man, and I can tell this is another one of those things you do, and you're mm -hmm. passionate about it, and. Cause like even like I remember like even with Pierre man I remember like we was in Canada and I'm like bro you like you working working yeah you know what I'm saying I'm like dude you gotta like you think you got off you're like oh that ain't gonna work and I gotta call these people back yeah I remember I had to tell them I'm like bro you need to, I I either I gotta leave I'm like cause I got I'm in comedy mode you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah yeah I'm like you sitting here like you really conducting out. business oh it'll stress you out you know right. you got a you know ten thousand dollar sale coming up and then all of a sudden. Something goes wrong, you know, it'll give you anxiety attack. You know right. I mean? I'm like, well. Because you start I, counting that money. Already. Yeah, especially when you go all in, you ain't got a backup plan. Right. You know, so I'm like, I'm, you know, I need you to close on this house, you know. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I'm screwed. And I've been, and I've got screwed I, through the six years, you know. I've, yeah. uh, I remember I went back to teaching. Right. You know, I had a little slow spot. I went back to teaching. And I fell back in love with teaching. Right. You know, I went to teach a special education. They're on strike right now. Shout out to the to the teachers striking right now. Yeah. You know, I hope Hold you your get ground. the contracts. Yeah. You know, I'm uh, 
We with you. Uh, yeah. Because no, you I, deserve it. Right. <laughs> you know? I know. I was on a one-man strike years ago. That didn't work. So hopefully collectively <laughs> y'all can get a drug. I kept striking. Every, every few days I was on strikes. You know? <laughs> I was like, uh, he said he was on a one man strike. <laughs> yeah. right? After child support, I was like, man, this is volunteer work. You right, know? I, man. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Like, my, I literally, I was getting paid three hundred dollars every two weeks, working full time. You know, I mean, don't let. And they be like, well, you pay child support. That's not the point, right? <laughs> regardless, I'm still, you know, I mean, for this, you know, for it to be like that, like, right. okay, but I still have children that live with me, five of them. You right. know what I mean? Three and still of, paying. And then, and then, literally, if that was my only job, six hundred dollars every two weeks is crazy. You know what That's I mean? insane. It's nuts. That's you insane. Know? I've been there though, bro. I've yeah. been there. Like real talk. Like my last job, man. To my, I was like, y'all wasting paper cutting my check. Yeah. Y'all really like between my insurance and child support. I was like, you are wasting paper. Yeah. I was like, but it, you know what it did though? It it helped me understand more of what I should be doing yeah. for myself. Yeah, you know what I mean. It put it definitely put things. I almost feel like it was a blessing it in was. disguise, kind of. You know what I mean? Because when I when I took off and I and I started being doing comedy full time, like thank God I've never had to look back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I still I still get to I still get to go over to the schools and be a part of that, and still get to see the kids, and you know, like yeah. and, and then like they in the community, you know. But even the ones who graduated now, I love seeing. That's the that was, that was the hardest part probably about leaving. It's like I finally after working for so long, I finally had a job that was rewarding, and it wasn't even like yeah. the it wasn't the money, but yeah. it's just like knowing you made somebody day. Yeah. And so what's dope now is seeing those kids and those kids be like, man, Mr. Washer, Adrian, like you you always kept it real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they was like you you like even when we was messing up, like you let us know like real like names like you gave us the grown up version. Yeah. I was like, cause you was talking grown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're talking grown, I'm going to let you know where you're headed. If this is where you're going to be at, bro, you ain't got to worry about high school. And still to this day, when I look into the crowd at my comedy shows, I see people whose kids used to be in my class. Right. Because you worked with my sister for a while. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she yeah. was my boss. So I, I'm like, oh, Adrian's your brother? I was calling this thing all the time. <laughs> I'm like, you know me, Adrian, cool, right? You know what I mean? Like, and she was cool with yeah. it. She was, you know what I mean? She was like, you lucky you Adrian, brother. You <laughs> I remember that. She was like, hey, this dude named Elliot said he not. As soon as she said Elliot, I'm like, I know who you talking about, man. Yeah. And I was like, man, I forgot he do the teaching stuff, man. She's like, yeah. Yeah, it's a small world. Right. It's a small it's world. It's crazy because, like, uh, even I think, like, um, she knows somebody because, like, she know Ashley and them, too. Just, from, like, she's been over North forever, and then she was a teacher. They was like, we know her from the school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy, man. Yeah, shout out shout out to Daphne, man. She was just dope. Yeah, Daphne, she, like, man, like, real talk. Like, I got, I talked to her today for a little bit. Like, she just always been that big sister. Like, she is the epitome of the word big sister. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I can, I can call Daphne and be like, and she cares, you know what I'm saying? Like she always like she helped me put a backpack drive together up here before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she like even with our kids, she'd be like, Hey, y'all need anything? Like I got this extra stuff. Like who you know up there? Like she don't let nothing go to waste. I mean, she's just she's a firm she's a firm voice in a lot of people's lives who need it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Real and, talk. You know, she's just gonna give it to you how she is and she's just doing you know. Yep. Pay pay her staff some money, man. Let them get back. Man, let them get back. Yeah, it's been it's man, it's been three school weeks, man. And it's crazy because I was at the House of Comedy like 
I think they was on like day two, and some of the some uh, some of the teachers came that had came to a show before, and I was just like, man, I'm 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 with y'all. Like it, I, I hate that it's good, but I'm like I get it. Yeah. I understand it because I work there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I, I it, it is not fair. It's not nowhere near fair. Yeah, I literally uh, I heard they was about to strike. I switched all my kids out to Minneapolis schools. <laughs> <laughs> he started school today in the strike in, in, in Bloomington. <laughs> he went, hey, hey, I'm rooting for you, but uh, right. you know, I got the kids got to be going right. Yeah, <laughs> you know they they change the address on anything nowadays. Twenty bucks. <laughs> you can go to the best schools in the city. Oh my gosh! <laughs> hey, that's that oh, hustler. That's that hustler in you, boy. Like you say, you got stuff to do, man. These kids can't be in there. Then you got a squad. Like all these kids can't be at the house. Man, I got I, work to do. No, sir. That uh, that's funny. Yeah, bro. that online school is just not made for everybody. Nah, you know what I mean? Ain't, shit ain't made for nobody, man. Yeah. My son, I remember we'd be like we'd be sitting here in the office. I'd be doing my thing, and he'd be sitting at a computer too. That's when I had another table over there, and. I'd be like, damn, man, these uh, they got so many tabs open. They watching Netflix, YouTube, Bruh. playing the video game all at the same time. I'd have walked around, you know. All of a sudden, next day, I know I'm in, I'm in the back of the camera with my boxers on, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, man, he's supposed, he just walking around with the laptop like right. this, and then hearing some weed everywhere. Hearing some of them kids, I think it's still up on the uh, on my phone. Ed. Uh, hearing some of the kids, I'm like, they talking like they on a video game, bro. Yeah. I remember one teacher made my son was like, they were supposed to be reading a book for something. One kid was like, hey, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's mean as hell, man. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Spoiler alert. You know what I mean? And then like, uh, what else you got, man? Autistic, you got the shows. Yeah, so I, yeah, I'm working on a, I'm working on a new new series. So I, you know, uh, right before seven closed down, I started a a, a dinner show. Yeah, that dinner there, show. There you I go. had the urban violinist playing hip hop and R and B on the violin. Man, you it got was, to do one of those before they closed down, right? Yeah, so okay. I did one. It was successful. It was good. You know, it was a, uh, you know, came with a lobster steak dinner, salmon dinner. You know, right. your choice. Uh, R and B. Urban violin and comedy, all in one, and it was one hundred and twenty-five dollars a ticket. Damn. Worth every penny though, right? Because you know you go to a steakhouse, you're gonna spend a hundred bucks. Yeah, you and go then, to a good one. Yeah, yep. and then seven <laughs> was a good one. So right. it, it took, you know, it took some. And that some, was on top of the entertainment, like you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's that's dope, bro. Yeah. I remember when I seen it, when I seen the the flyer for it, I was like, man, I said that's there, that's that's what you do, you elevate, man. Yeah, and it's it's dope to see when you know where somebody started. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When you see when somebody started, and to see them just like continue to progress and say, "I'm gonna I'm gonna try this, win, lose, or draw." Yeah. I'm all in to try this and see where where where, where we're gonna go with it. Especially to see somebody just say, "You know what? I'm gonna be my own boss." I'm gonna figure it out, and it's scary. It's a roller coaster. Right. Sometimes it's like this is the best thing. I'm, you know. And sometimes sometimes I'm, like, I'm, I'm booking trips to Dubai. I'm going to Mexico, all inclusive resorts. Yeah. I'm living my life. I'm taking my kids on vacations. The next thing I know, I'm broke. 
Right. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I should have. You know what I mean? I got a little excited there. You know what I mean? It was going good, but then it don't stay going don't good. Stay and good. then you got to get through that dip and then fight back out of it, you know? Right. And then. Um, That's one thing I learned about comedy in the summertime. I've been doing this long enough to know now. Got to take some of that fall and winter money yeah. and tuck it away because June, July, and August get tight. Yep, so I actually learned that from you. <laughs> I remember when you first, you know, said that you were taking the summers off, you said it's a little slower. Yeah. And then I kept was doing it in the summertime and then all of a sudden there's a there's a cigar lounge free to get in next door with a happy hour and there's free to get in right here and nobody's charging anybody to get in anywhere and then mine's is twenty twenty five dollars to get in. And everybody's just walking right around it because it's right. like, well, I'm gonna pay to get in here, or there's a rooftop over here. But I, I did, I did start doing the shows on the rooftop. Right. I started doing some rooftop shows, and that was phenomenal. So now this year, I'm actually, uh, I've been looking at, I look at a lot of venues, a lot of places all the time. So this year, this summer, I'm gonna be launching comedy outside. That's what's up. So I'm gonna be doing comedy I'm, outside. Uh, it's. I, uh, I feel you, bro, because I just locked in. I locked in like a major resort up north. I ain't gonna mention it yet, but I got a resort and I've been trying to like, I remember like years ago, I might've been before my time. Uh, I was trying to get into these resorts, man. And I'm just like, but everybody wanted bands and bands. And I'm just like, ain't nobody really paying it. Like, you know, that ain't entertainment really. Like this is background music, but yeah. nobody wanted to touch comedy. And like, now I got these people to just like, all right, let's do it. So yeah. I got a couple outdoor places, man. I'm talking about like, I was looking at my calendar today, man. I got I got resorts booked through August. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, like it's like the most, it's, it's the calmest ever been before summer. Yeah. Because I got three venues. I had one outside venue last year. I got three to do summer shows at this summer. Yeah. And I'm just like, and it, it, it's almost like the season. I don't have an off season. Like it won't, it'll just transform into like a different venue type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause as long as you got a resort or you can get them outside, people will love coming. Yeah. Cause that's, that's the thing. It's just, it's you Minnesota. Know, Minnesota. Yeah. It's only warm a couple yeah. days out of the year. You know, so like, you know, there's a couple of days like, hey, come inside. We got air conditioning. Like, no, nah, I mean, you know, right? it's. Plus, uh, you got to remember in the summer, it don't get dark till like 10 o'clock. Comedy's an early thing. Yeah. So it's like it's eight o'clock. People like we still at like the peak of the day kind. Yeah. We got broad daylight for two more hours. Easy. Yeah. And be drunk by five. Easily, bro. <laughs> Easily. You know what I'm saying? You can fire up your grill and be like, man, I had every intentions of going. Shit, yeah. I done been there as the comic. Like, boy, if I ain't had no show tonight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, nah, it's 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 been a, uh, it's been dope, man. It's it's been dope watching you. Like I said yeah. again, I appreciate you making the drive up and. uh let people know where they can find like all your stuff. E. Yeah, so uh, all social media it's Elliot Vreeland, E L L I O T V as in victory, R E E L A N D, like Freeland, if it didn't cost nothing, but with a V. <laughs> so Elliot Vreeland, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and then Snapchat is comedian Elliot Vreeland. Okay, gotcha. You know, gotcha. so yeah, follow me on all platforms. I got shows coming up for the youth. Uh, we're getting their performance put together so we can actually put together a little tour for them. We Do gotta, you have a date for the for your Rock the Mic So thing? April 11th at Southdale Mall, here and there, dot live. It's on the third floor of Southdale Mall, 7 p.m. Um, 
they're going to have all all these young comedians who've been working over the last year at their first performance. Gotcha. So um, that's dope. You can get those tickets on Eventbrite. Uh, it's called Rock the Mic. Um, you can look it up on Eventbrite. And then, um, yeah, and then uh, Adrian Washington at the Target Center. <laughs> oh, you know, man. That's, that's going to be special, man. I'm going to be in the building. Man, you always are. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. that's one of my guys. Uh, shout out to Jeff, uh, who I'm doing the podcast with next week. Jeff from uh, Shout Out Minnesota. He uh, was at the Timberwolves game last night taking pictures and everything. And I saw that. I yeah. saw you on the Megatron. He was like, man, he was like, man, because he had messaged me like a week ago, was like, man, I seen your picture. And I'm just thinking it's the flyer, right? Yeah. I'm thinking it's just the flyer. I'm like, all right, that makes sense. It's at the Target yeah. Center. And then he caught the picture of like, it's just me. And then he got yeah. one to Shed too, so I sent Shed one. Shit was like, send me yours too. I was like, nah, I posted mine already, bro. <laughs> He's like, of course you did. I was like, that's social media, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to see it like that, I was just like, no wonder I get all these random friend requests and these inbox messages about, you know, tickets and everything like that. So yeah. shout out to everybody involved with making sure uh I got to be on that show. That's gonna be it's gonna be a monster, man. It's uh I'm I'm really looking forward to that. We uh we gonna be we gonna be thick in that thing. It's gonna be deep, so and then uh, we gonna uh, we'll now probably uh, announce by the time the next podcast we'll announce the official after party. Uh, I got my hands in that too, and kind of know where it's gonna be and who's gonna be doing it. So it's just gonna be a dope night. It's gonna be a dope night. So uh, yeah, man. Again, this has been episode uh, seventy five. Thank you again, E, for everything, yeah, it, the friendship, the brotherhood. You know yeah. what I mean. Um, again, shout out to my sponsors, Hourglass Cleaners, Wingnut Tattoo, the E-Sig Lounge, r Repair, Dirk is Heated and Air Conditioning, K's Midtown Cafe, and Collins Brothers Tour in St. Cloud. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Appreciate it.